welcome to In My Mug, episode 344 on Monday the 15th of June 2015. I am your host, Stephen Layton. Um, we begin all of this stuff normally with some news. Do you know why I'm going news? I don't know why I'm going news. Anyway, I'm back from my travels from Italy. Um, lots of fun, I, I, I hope you enjoyed it. I was very poorly prepared for it, so I do apologize about the quality. But luckily I was saved by some amazing guests. Um, next week's is also gonna be on the road, cause I'm in Gothenburg next week for the SCIE. So yes, uh, more on the roads to come. Uh, on the website, the Brazil Cup of Excellence got added on Thursday. Um, it is a tiny lot, so will not be on In My Mug, and it is one you should definitely go check out. Um, and uh, I've also added the Be More Brazen Home Brewer. It is a filter brewer, um, and it um, it brews at the correct temperature. Um, it is an amazing addition to the home brewing setup. And at the price of one hundred and forty-nine pounds and ninety-nine pence, it's amazing. Um, but if you were fancy the discount on that, because you know, who wants to pay more than you know? I can make you pay less. I have taken over the running of a forum called Too Much Doffy, Too Much Coffee.com. Coming up on the screen now. Um, and when I say taken over, I've really just taken over the digital back end of stuff. There is a team of moderators there that I have nothing to do with. Um, it is um, a great place to meet. It kind of was amazing for a long time. It's died off a little bit, so much so that the guy who owned it was going to fold it. So we've dived in. There is also a has been coffee forum, uh, and I would love to hear from some of you there too. So go sign up, too much coffee.com that's on the screen there. Um, and if you go to the members club room once you've signed up, there is a thread. Uh, called Be More, and there is a voucher in there for that said Be More brewer that will get it at a wonderful discount. I really look forward to seeing you on there. Please, please, please go sign up to TooMuchCoffee.com. And that was the news. Um, this week we're focusing on, and this week's focus on is a little bit heavy, but I think it's important to get across, and it's the troubles that are currently happening in Burundi and getting a better understanding of the political issues there. So back in mid-May, um, uh, Burundian forces arrested the leader of a failed coup um, and the president, President Nkuzia, uh, returned to the capital. Burundi's president, Pierre Nkuzia, uh, came back into the capital, Burundi, um, and was cheered on by supporters and it looked like everything was fixed and everything is okay. Um, and it really was down to the troops stopping the uprising. Um, there is a lot of political unrest in the country at the moment. Um, the president coming back in itself is not necessarily amazing news for this tiny nation of 11 million people. Um, and the troubles are definitely not over yet. The underlying cause is the president's determination to hang on to power um, at all costs. And it seems like he will do anything to remain the president there. Um, and it's, it, it's a really kind of scary place at the moment. Um, Burundians are scared that the, the, this is going to carry on and the instability is going to be something that hangs around for a long, long while. So much so, there's about 100,000 people have left and fled the country. Um, lots of them into Rwanda, which is not 
he's more stable than Burundi, but still not super stable. Um, and many are worried that civil war is just around the corner again, after, only 10 years after um, the last conflict ended. So think about this, we are in the year 2015. In 2005, they were still in civil war. And it's only now that it's kind of, it could be rearing its head. Um, and the reason that it's rearing its head is uh, Nicosia wants to press ahead with elections um, and wants to stand as the president. Now that in itself, shouldn't really be a major concern, but Amnesty International Sarah Jackson says that the brink of human, that they're on the brink of human rights crisis with potentially not being able to fix it. And it all comes down to the president wanting to stand for a third term. Now, there was a law passed back in 2005, and it was written into the constitution that a president could only stand twice. This was the Arusha Agreement, Arusha Agreement, um, and it was. It, it's a very fragile balance they have there, and it was all because of the Tutsi and uh, Hutu rebels kind of fighting. So very religiously kind of tribal group led, and the problem is that the. There is no real opposition for the president at the moment. In fact, last time they had elections, um, the opposition refused to put anybody to stand against him, so he was elected unopposed. Um, it's a, such a dangerous country, something that we just don't think enough about places like Rwanda and Burundi. Um, and coffee is a major part of their export crops. So working with a small cooperative or a small farm like this is super, super important. I'm sorry it's such a dark and heavy focus on, but I think it's a really important one to get across. And we should spend lots more time thinking about these small nations like Burundi. That was focus on. So let's get a little bit more cheery because that was pretty heavy. Uh, and let's get on to delicious coffee. And it definitely is delicious coffee that we have coming. This coffee comes from the Cafex washing station, which is located in the north of Burundi in the province of Kirundo. Uh, and on the map bit, I am actually gonna show you a great view of this washing station. Um, the farm is on the Muntara Hills uh, and it's at an altitude of 1400 to 1750 meters above sea level. Um, and the coffee is processed at the station but grown at the farm. And again, I'm gonna show you these two uh, elements uh, as they come up. Uh, the washing station is a private family run business. Um, the owner is passionate about coffee. He's as passionate as we are. Um, um, and he makes uh, very, he has very similar links to what's happening in Europe and the US and Japan and, and, and these places. Has great understanding of the of, of the coffee, but also the cultural background of uh, Burundi and also the importance to the Burundian uh, economy. Um, the washing station is managed by a qualified and, and, and trained operators who have not just been in Burundi, but have looked outside of there too. Um, we searched for a long time for an amazing Burundi coffee. Like so much, we would get samples and, and we would just reject, reject, reject. And a lot of the problem is because of that processing stage. Uh, and to find something as unusual as a natural is, is really amazing too. Um, like I've tasted so many amazing coffees from other roasters and we just didn't seem to be able to get get any. Uh, but when this one hit the table, we just had to buy it. 
Uh, the coffee comes from the Bourbon and Jackson varietals, which is a Bourbon cultivation uh, only really found in Rwanda and Burundi. Um, and it was the first time I'd seen this. I've seen some since, um, but it was the first time I'd seen it when I saw this coffee. Um, and this is the first time that I'd found anybody doing a natural. Like you do not find naturals in Burundi very often, but it is only because of the owner of the mill understands what can uh, work in different European, Northern American, Asian markets, and he's really trying to make a specialty coffee, not just coffee. So uh, we should go through the, the, the stats that comes from Burundi, it's from the northern region of Burundi. The nearest city is Karundu. Um, the washing station is called Cafex. Um, the altitude is 1450 to 1750 meters above sea level, uh, with the washing station at 1450, at the very lowest point. Uh, and it is naturally processed coffee, it comes from the Jackson and Bourbon varietals. I think that's it. So let's go to what I know. I know this is an amazing map bit, and thank you to Chris at Schluters who sent me the information for this through. Um, it's wonderful to have a really good uh, African map bit. So here we are again. I'm a very jolly fellow, aren't I? Always waving you off every week. Um, the little pinpoint is on where my car is normally. If you've taken it from there, you're bad people. Uh, we're going down to Africa for a change. We are not going across the Atlantic as we normally do. We're going down to Burundi. Now, Burundi is in the heart of uh, Africa and is a landlocked country. And here's the daft fact that the currency is the Burundi franc, which is of Belgium origin. And Belgium has a massive influence on this country and others in the region. 11 million people as a population, and the highest elevation is uh, Mount Hiha, which is 2,670 metres, and the lowest point is Lake Tanganyika, which is 772. Um, Obviously 772 because it is landlocked. Uh, but we're going to go down to the farm first of all. Now, in Africa, we normally have absolutely no information on these coffees. How about this? This is the actual farm. On a clear day, you can see that it's all plat pl kind of plotted out uh, into different sections, which is amazing. It's so good to have this level of detail for an African coffee. It makes me very, very excited. But we also have the mill coordinates. So we're going to go across here to the mill, which is down here in a different state, um, travels a long, long way, but this is where all of the coffee is processed. And here, amazing detail again, and so much detail, I can actually give you some photographs in a minute. Well, let's swizzle down and get really close in, and then here's the photos. So we've got the actual mill, and inside the mill, like I've never known this kind of detail uh, from an exporter. Thank you very much to Chris at Sluters that worked extremely hard so we could have all of this information for this pretty epic map bit. So now it's time for Roland's daft fact. And I don't feel that me going with this fact is, is appropriate for this one. So I'm actually going to get the man himself to come and do it because keeping along with the focus on it's a little bit of a serious one. So uh, time for Roland's daft fact. Keeping the theme Stephen started, present Unkurunziza. It's not just me that ruins pronunciations. <laughs> Go ahead, Roland. The president ran for a second term in 2010. 
He ran unopposed as the opposition boycotted the race, claiming there were irregularities in earlier local elections. I do hope it calms down soon there. And I'm with Roland on this one. Yeah, on the route that's it. Because Burundi is an amazing country, and a lot of these African countries that don't have oil and don't have that don't get the interest of the US and stuff. So it's something we should be aware of. Thank you, Roland, for being sensible. That's me. It's a bit heavy, but I think it's important. I really do. It's my little drum that I'm banging on this in my mug is that we should all think about Burundi. And we should all kind of, yeah, I don't know what we can do. I wish there was something we can do. But what we should do is enjoy their coffee. So I'm going to whap you on pause. I'm going to go and get tasty and delicious drinks. And I'm, uh, I can't wait, actually. I really, I really am ready for this coffee. So uh, I'll be back with you in just a second. Nearly spilt it. So, time to dive in. Now, I'm always nervous about sending you lot naturals, and this is one of the nervous naturals. Um, but we haven't done an African for ages. There will be another one coming up in a couple of weeks' time, but um, yeah, I think it's time we did, so. And it is so typically natural. Oh! I get real strong leather notes. But underneath, it's like, it's almost like char-grilled blackcurrants, which sounds disgusting, I hear you. Um, it really is a, a, an undertone of that. And cassis, and dark chocolate, and a huge body, and I cannot wait to try this in milk, so I'm actually gonna move on very quickly to the milk, because I think this is really gonna work here. It's cappuccino coffee. That's, for me, a perfect cappuccino. It's delicious. The, like, the milk's not that great, and I don't like milk very much, but that, for me, if I'm gonna have a cappuccino, that's what I want. You get that dark chocolate, you get the blackcurrant, um, kind of like, almost like a medicated blackcurrant. So you know when you have like a blackcurrant soother or something like that? It's a really, really, really good cappuccino. I may go back and finish that, it's that good. Uh, and we haven't done a coffee for a cappuccino lover for a while, so all you natural haters out there, it's one in about how many. Um, and in the brood, this is where the leather takes over. Leather, dark chocolate, the hint of that blackcurrant, but it's only a hint. Really, it's leather and dark chocolate, and big body, chewy. I think it's great coffee. Um, I'm a big fan of this, as you can tell. I hope you are too. And um, thank you very much, as always, for joining me. And do remember, life is definitely too short for bad coffee. So don't drink the bad coffee, just drink the good coffee.